0: Hey, confidants, it's your girl, Teresa. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. Just want to let you guys know um, you can get on the Super Confidant newsletter. That's because I don't do Patreon anymore. I have a Super Confidant newsletter because I like to write letters, um, but these are via email. I will, if you guys want a handwritten letter, honestly, let me know because I can make that happen. Um, but right now it's an email because I know you guys don't want junk in your um mailbox and also you probably don't want to give me your address um but basically you get a letter and it comes with a bunch of stuff like photos and videos and you know a a vlog that i make especially just for my super confidants um last month i sent it out it had some behind the scenes pictures from shoots i did this month that uh, i didn't even share on the social wow can you believe it everything you see on the social that's just the tip of the iceberg there's tons of selfies where my chin does not look good um anyways all of those are in the email all you have to do is donate five dollars to paypal.me slash you can tell me anything before the fifth of the month and you'll be included on the next newsletter um you can come in and out as often or as never as you'd like and it's a lot of fun and also i just like to connect you guys so i'd love to hear from you you can also email me tellmeanythingpod at gmail.com if you have any questions or you just want to chat i love to chat Here's a couple shows coming up that I will be at. I'm going to be in Colorado next week. That's September 25th. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm pausing so much. Um, September 25th, I'll be in Denver, Colorado. I'm doing a show at Ratio Brewery and Zuni Zuni Brewing Company. They're all on my website, TeresaLeeComedy.com. I got a couple people messaging me asking about tickets to those. I have heard word that both of those shows are free. Yes, they do both start at the same time. Yes, I will be at both of them. Obviously, uh, I will be in one first and the other second, so pick your poison. Go to the one that's closest to you. Go to the one that, I don't know. I've never been to Denver, so it'd be nice to see people there. Um, Come say hi if you are there. Maybe message me, so I'll look out for you in case I am running off to the next show. And I also have a show every Monday at Public House in Los Angeles, if you live here, in Los Feliz at Public House called Honeycomb. It's at 10 p.m., free every Monday. It's super fun. We get great comedians on it. Um, It's always free, always fun, sometimes fun, but I'm always there. So do come. It's always fun when you guys come. Sometimes you guys don't come, and it's not as fun. But if you come, it'll be fun. You can also give me a call, 323-388-3521, to leave me a confession or just feedback or just say hi or write me a song. Look, that happened once. It did, and I enjoyed it. So um, if you're out there listening and you were the one that wrote me the song last time, you know what? I'm looking out for your sophomore album, so um that being said i'm very excited for my guest today uh he's here to promote his amazing new podcast called get rich nick I had so much fun talking to him i think you guys are going to enjoy this conversation he's just a delightful man um nick turner everyone enjoy
1: you can tell Hey guys, it's Teresa. You're listening to You Can Tell Me Anything. This is a podcast where comedians confess something they've never told anyone before. I'm really excited for our guest today. He just came out with a new podcast. It's on Earwolf, Earwolf, available now. It's called Get Rich Nick, and it's Nick Turner. What's up?
2: Hi, Klobuchar 2020. Oh my God.
1: Um, how are I mean, you? I
2: must sound like a broken record. You're, all your uh, guests
1: probably start that way. Yes, all of them. This is, um, yes, that I, it's really like the only um, requirement. To <laughs> the podcast is done. We're done. Okay, so you're but you just came back from New York. Came back from New York. You're you're happy to be back in L. A. The
2: great land of New the York great, City. Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: you lived in New York for a while. I did for um, 16 years. Do you do you now? I have this thing because I lived there for eight years but half as much. Yeah. Half as much. Wow. I bet you you thought it was a long time too. Uh, (laughs) You know what, Nick (laughs) way to drag me. Um, (laughs) No, but I had this thing like right after I left, I feel like I missed it a lot. Every time I went back, I was like, I want to move back. i want to move back. And then one day there was a time when I went back and I was like, I think it was like, yeah, when I was back in April, I was there for a long time and I like 10 days and I enjoyed it, but it was like, Oh, thank God I don't live here. Do you feel that way now when you go back? Are you still like, I miss my time here? Um,
2: I never felt that way. I mean, (laughs) 16 years was long enough, sister. Uh, I mean, what could I possibly have not done in 16 (laughs) years? And I'm like, oh, if only I had another, my entire lifetime to do these things. No, it's, um, I don't care. I'm not really sentimental like that. Um, You know, I have, I I took my my lady and my dog to Los Angeles. So now when I'm in New York, I'm like, well, this isn't right. This is where my family lives.
1: Yeah, you've got this nice life and the log, backyard, cemetery. Yeah.
2: New York's hard. It is. And it's fine and it changed so much and it doesn't <laughs> really feel like mine. Everything is different. The, I've been yeah. gone two years and like I can't recognize <sighs> where I am.
1: The people are different. Everything's just different. Like yeah. it's like people Everyone's will be so like, young. having these references to like even in like just jumping into comedy a little bit, sometimes you'll be like, Everyone like n- knows the like you know the the crowd changes and it's like when did you move here like six months ago and i'm the king of new york comedy And you're like okay cool (laughs) (laughs) you know it's like
2: (laughs) i was constantly having people pointed out to me that like they're the current king of comedy in new york and i'm like all right great i can't wait to see them on the other side
1: Yeah, when they move to L.A. and get a dog. Um, Nick, we always start with a good confession. It's just a way to start on a positive note. Mm -hmm. Is there something good you'd like to confess?
2: Yes. Um, I have a new podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, tell us about it. It's uh, called Get Rich, Nick on the Earwolf Network, um, produced by one of the best in the game, Lyra Smith. Mm -hmm. Uh, Me and Nick Vatterot every week try a new way to get rich quickly. And I've been involved in a lot of projects in my (laughs) life, Teresa, over my career. Um, And none of them have
1: made you rich. Uh, If you look at
2: my IMDb, (laughs) you will not recognize any of them. Uh, uh, But you will probably uh, admit that there was hope through all those. Uh, Anyway, so this project is like kind of a legitimate hit. And uh, I'm very excited about it. Um, And God, it's just better than every web series I ever put out.
1: (laughs) It's a great idea. I mean, are you, and you're actually going out and doing things. Yeah. yeah, yes,
2: it's a lot of work, too much work, and I uh-huh. think that's. It how... like
1: I mean, because Lyra worked for this American Life, is that right? Yeah. So is it kind of that style where you're, um, you like talk to people and you hear things and there's like a whole story to it? Um. Or...
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like we will usually interview like an expert. Slash mm-hmm. friend um, at whatever money making venture. It's just
1: your rich friends to so make them guilt, <laughs> guilt, guilt them into. Well, you know, money. it's
2: like everyone has some <laughs> side hustle either uh-huh. in the past or or currently, um, and uh, and then we go out and we do the thing and we get audio of us out there doing That's so it, cool. and then um, we come back and do a recap and whatever, and just we're just like, and then we talk about where we are, when our money, and we're trying to make you know a uh-huh. million dollars, and uh, so far in two episodes we're fifty eight fifty. Wow, that's how much we've made.
1: It's More than I've ever made on this podcast. So
2: yeah, Dave all it. right.
1: <laughs> my friend told me she in college used to sell her panties on mm-hmm. the internet. Are you guys looking at like crazy things like that, or more like legitimate schemes?
2: That's going to be more difficult for Nick Vatter. Not like nine, obviously per- no, not no. that, but um, like the, that
1: weird sort of like. <laughs> no,
2: but my panties have been up on the internet for sale for years. You know, <laughs> just
1: like the weird depths of the internet. One hundred percent. Or is we it more like lo- actual like s- you know like this anything? S- Oh, okay, so it's anything you know,
2: it started off with. Um, it's just like, you know, what are the first things you think of? And then, like, those pyramid things are going to run out. Yeah, yeah. pyramid schemes. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, we get we got to give ourselves kind of a time limit, sure. Where pyramid schemes is way too much work, no, and man, I know that I won't because make then you're money. not. Yeah, it yeah. No and Lyra way. already made um, a, a podcast, the greatest that's right. pyramid yes. scheme podcast yeah, that exists. <laughs> so <laughs> um well-worn territory but no we um like Podcasts we did our tr-
1: kind of a pyramid scheme it's like you have to then you have to go on other ones to promote it and then you have to start that, another one to promote true. that one and then it's you're like oh my true.
2: god <laughs> yes wait a minute <laughs> hold, on. hold on i'm out <laughs> but at least we can advertise other products that aren't the one thing that we have filled in our garage, <laughs> yeah.
1: filled our garage with. oh my gosh um that's so cool um uh, this okay so this podcast is sort of inspired by like therapy and getting things off your chest Um, do you like go to therapy or do you have sort of a confidant in your life
2: um i do not go to therapy mm-hmm. i've um I, i've never been good with like insurance or caring about it okay. or okay. getting it uh-huh. or following through even like when i've been a um eligible and sag, like I haven't uh-huh. done it. um I rarely have it, you know, like maybe sometimes I'll sign up for Obamacare in December and then run it <laughs> out at some point. um, so therapy, while I am um you know, just as screwy in the head as anybody else. <laughs> I have not done it um, and you know if I, it was like it it seems like rich rich luxury to me. Mm. And then, um, you know, maybe if I was where did you rich. grow up? I grew up in Richmond, Virginia. Oh, okay. Outside, yeah.
1: So that wasn't really a thing as much in the community there. Um, it really wasn't. No, my me parents and... never went to therapy. Yeah, really. I feel like a lot of my friends who grew up in New York, it's like a thing they like yeah. that their parents went to, they went to. Um, which makes sense because the city does just wear you down. I didn't really grow yeah. up with it. it. It kind of like was like a punchline. Um me like growing up just like you know in movies and stuff they're like oh you need therapy or like yeah. oh she's going to therapy
2: well sure yeah, i mean it's a very only very recently where you're like la- where everyone realized oh we we could all use it <laughs> whereas now it's like oh well i'm crazy or i'm depressed so i gotta go to therapy
1: yeah it's just kind of like going to the gym i feel like for but yeah. i also don't do very often <laughs> yeah
2: well lyra and i have uh, been joking about doing a web series called um uh, therapist boyfriend where mm. i am her therapist as her boyfriend
1: oh fun <laughs> <laughs> I'm always is trying it to inspired her. by real life <laughs> yeah <but laughs> you're just like all right here's let, me, let me let me take you. care of this
2: for you <laughs> um yeah so um but uh but no but you know i'm i'm available right now for you to thera- uh, uh, therapize me
1: i feel like um I-, I get into this mode where when people tell me stuff or when I like talk about like issues or problems, I always want to solve it. Like mm-hmm. I've been told that like, that tends to be like a more masculine thing. A lot of guys do that, and women get frustrated. Not always, but a lot of times women will get frustrated because they're like, "I just want you to listen." Yeah. But then I'm always like, "Oh great, okay, so then like, we'll do this and we'll do this." And then people will be like, "I just okay, I don't need like, can I can you just listen?" I'm like, "Okay, yeah. yes, yeah, I do." Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, well you know what sometimes don't don't tell teresa if you don't want (laughs) no no you could tell me
1: i mean literally you could tell me anything guys um, stop talking to teresa (laughs) no i don't know that's how i am um not in a like i have to fix it like i can just listen but sometimes i need to be told like what the person needs Mm -hmm. because i yeah i feel like that's how i treat my own life i'm like all right i've got a problem all right what am i what do i need to do to like make it go away
2: yeah well that's a, that is a very yeah like um like old school man woman relationship <laughs> dynamic where woman comes home t- says problem man tries to fix woman says i just want you to listen yeah you just be like oh yes oh that <laughs> that sucks wow your thoughts totally legitimate <laughs>
1: It almost feels easier. That's it. To just listen. Yeah. But it's so hard. It's sometimes. so
2: hard. But, uh, you know, over so many years of having, pe- you know, fr- the friends that I've had. Yeah. With the same problems that they've had <laughs> and ask the same questions and I give the same <laughs> advice and no one ever does anything. Uh-huh. You know, at some point for your own self-preservation, you need to stop giving people advice because no one ever takes it. Yeah, and they just make the same mistakes, and you're like, "Why did I even waste my thought <laughs> on trying to help this person? Because they're not going to do it anyway."
1: I think that is the key. What you're saying, like the the rep- repetitiveness of it, because mm-hmm. when people, that yeah, it's kind of like when you hear someone just over and over, um like having the same problem, it can be like it's almost like my it boyfriend
2: because... cheated on me again.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's hard to it's hard to listen at that point because then you're yeah. like, "Am I supposed to sympathize with you?" But yeah, I guess I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I think you are supposed to just listen, but that's hard. Well, I'm getting better at it. But
2: yeah, I mean, I guess unless someone asks you for advice, but even then, when they ask you, sometimes they don't want it.
1: I love to ask people for advice because I love to like make other people responsible for my mistakes. Um, so if they tell me to do something, then I'm like, well, you told me to do that.
2: Oh no. wow, <laughs> yeah, that is toxic. No,
1: my God. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <But> just kidding. <laughs>
2: no man sort of i do enjoy these people who listen to your podcast (laughs) they know you and they know exactly
1: i'm kidding but i do i do (laughs) think there's a part of me that um does like because i've like if unchecked i will fall into the let me like look at tarot cards let me like ask fortune tellers like i don't not to the point where i'm actually letting it rule my life but my brain will go there like if i can't make a decision i will seek an answer from outside when really, there is never a right answer. Sometimes it really is just like, what do you want to do the most? You just have to figure it out.
2: Yeah. Um, so I just, this is all I, I'm ever going to do again. Okay. Any story, anybody complain about anything, I'll be like, damn, your problems are the worst ones.
1: Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you make me feel great. You just want, I think sometimes when people complain, they really just want you to be like, that's bad. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah,
2: I sympathize with you. I, or I empathize <laughs> with you. I
1: empathize. That sucks. Um, do you want five dollars? Yeah. Um, you want to get some ice cream yeah. on you yeah, by yourself? Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm gonna just start giving people money when they, <laughs> when they tell me problems. <laughs> <laughs> five dollars. If I got five
2: dollars every time $5? I complain <laughs> to someone, boy, I might complain <laughs> even more.
1: Or I guess it should be the opposite because my my um dog trainer tells me like when i when i'm supposed to get him to do good things instead of telling him not to do the bad things i'm just supposed to reward the good which is really hard because it's mm. easier to like don't do that don't sit down when i'm walking you right so maybe instead of giving people five dollars when they complain i'll do nothing when they complain and then when they tell me good news i'll give them five dollars yes
2: i mean one hundred percent that would be Change the world.
1: It totally (laughs) would.
2: Absolutely. If you gave people no reaction when they told you something you didn't want to hear.
1: Just turn away and walk away.
2: And $5? Wow.
1: Except people would for sure just start lying to me. So that's not what I want either. Um, Just be like, I I booked a TV show. Yeah, but a lot of times when
2: someone's lying to you, it's fine. That's true. Because you don't know. Yeah. And so your world just has some great news in it.
1: That's true. I think yeah. Well, it depends on their relationship with me. I think there's a certain degree of well, not liars. (laughs) Distance. (laughs) That's how I feel about most things. Like there's a certain degree of distance to me where I'm like, yeah, that's fine if you want to. Don't if you don't text me. Like almost everybody in my life, if you don't text me back, um, even for days. Even to the point where I'm like, okay, you're a bad texter. Yeah. Like, it does not bother me. Yeah. Except for the person I'm, like, dating. Like, there's, like, one exception. Or, like, my right. mom. You know what I mean? Like, my family. But for the most part, I'm like, yeah, sure. I don't care.
2: I tell people always do text me or email me twice. If you mm-hmm. don't get a response, I done forgot. <laughs> <laughs> and then you email me twice, I will email you right away. And if I don't, then then never email me again. Then you would hate them. Yeah. Um,
1: well, Nick. Uh, speaking of telling people things, is there anything you'd like to tell me?
2: Yes, I was part of a political theater group <gasps> that traveled the country and was infiltrated by the authorities. Oh my god! And we had to take action.
1: Wait. Okay. Okay. Back. <coughs> back, back up. It sounds so extreme. <laughs> what well, well, authorities? Like the government got involved?
2: Um, we don't have any facts, Okay. but, um, there were just, it was a suspicious background and suspicious mm. activity from one of our troop members. Um, and so oh, like there wasn't sure, like really, like a
1: spy was involved. Like,
2: yes. But that it's very normal for, for um, spies. the government to put, um, you know, people in any group, any political group
1: can, uh, well, can you say what Just kind put a of baseball theater cap on? Can them. you say what kind of th-
2: No, it's a legitimate theater. Okay. Um it was um I, I did a play and it was called I'm Gonna Kill the President. Okay. And uh it was in I see your problem right there. It's, okay. uh,
1: <laughs>
2: you can see why the interest uh-huh. was peaked. Uh in two thousand three in New York City, mm-hmm. you know, I was there for a very long time. Early <laughs> early Nick. Um I was in 8th grade. Uh, we did a play in Dumbo. Uh-huh. We did this play. Um my friend uh Hieronymus Bang uh-huh. wrote it. Okay. And um and then we put it on there um just for a few months and uh it was great. So like uh, an indie Yes. Off, off yeah, it was kind of like thing. it was like maybe like the 8th floor in this like art building or okay, whatever great. they had I a theater. That. Um Read something, um, and then the next year uh, he brought it back during the Republican National Convention in New York mm. City in 2004, uh-huh. and we put it on uh, at PS one. PS oh yeah, PS one. one yeah, PS one, PS one. PS one. Yeah, it's sort of like that. No,
1: what they do at the big parties? It's PS one twenty two,
2: the theater on what um, on uh, like First Ave and Tenth. Or second oh, Avenue 10th. Okay. PS one twenty two, I believe. Probably, anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, the, the play before us in there was Matt and Ben, which was Mindy Kaling's mm-hmm. big play that like shot her into the office. Oh. Anyway, um so we put it back we put it on there and then it got a lot of uh heat because it was during the Republican National Convention uh-huh. and then Rush Limbaugh like railed uh-huh. against it, got some write ups and it was very fun. And then in two thousand six we took it on tour. Uh, and we went from started in Los Angeles and then went to the Midwest and back.
1: Did you ever get like protesters there, or was it more more just all like online sort of write ups, think pieces?
2: Yeah, well, it was difficult to protest because of the me- mechanisms put in place by the playwright, <laughs> uh-huh. um, which was all part of the theater. But okay. it did it did have an effect because um. So before every play. Uh-huh. We would dress up in all black and hit the streets. <laughs> um, to get a ticket for this um, this show, you had to call a number uh-huh. and then listen to this recording that tells you exactly where to go, and it's usually just some nondescript street corner, and then to bring cash. Okay. And so you go there, and wow. then we're walking along these streets and just uh-huh. be like someone just like hanging around looking like they're <laughs> ready. We would go up to them and be like, I'm here for the play." <laughs> I like we're selling the drugs. Are you here for the play? Uh, and then if they, they'd they say, what? We'd say, never mind. We uh, <laughs> walk away, but they say, do yes. Th- do you want theater? we say, go <laughs> over, you know, you know, take this left and take that right mm-hmm. and meet our friend with the camera. This one. And they're like, okay. And then they go to the camera, and then there's a guy with the camera that says, are you uh, local, state, or federal law enforcement? <laughs> and if you say no, we'll be like, okay, we'll go wait <sighs> in that line. And if you say yes, they'll give you a destination that's quite far away. to. Go to.
1: Wow. Yes. Did Um, anyone ever...
2: They did. And even if it was a joke... they just go. um, You just get sent to the other place. Yeah. (laughs) And so... So then you line up and then someone, one of us, takes you to the theater and then like a back entrance. Um, And then during the play, uh, we get a volunteer from the audience um, to play the president. Okay. And then we have... um, we have uh, cue cards for them, so they mm-hmm. get to play. And then, uh, and then we take their phone mm-hmm. and we call the White House. And then we have the entire um, theater uh, yell or in unison, "I'm going to kill the president!" Into the phone to the White House, <laughs> and then they get their phone back later, and it says, "You know, you made a phone call to the White House because um, you know some." Through the... You know, you call, you hang up, you call something else. You know, yeah. the, the number is in there. <laughs> anyway, so then um, in the play. Wait, uh, would you
1: get a person on the other line or it's like a recorded? It's like, an actor. The White House. Yeah. Oh, I yeah see. It's just
2: one of the actors. in, our place, oh, like in a hallway. Okay. I thought you
1: were straight up calling. And I was like, They wow. call the president, like, like call threats. the
2: White House and then um call and then call the actor and do the thing and then go in and then just erase the the actor's phone number in the phone
1: true
2: okay. anyway um i don't know how that worked that many years ago that way but um but anyway so then at the end of the play the um the police come in uh-huh and say like there's been a threat to the White, like the president somebody called the white house for this theater uh-huh. we need to check everybody's ids and then depending on you know people's you know uh just interest in keeping it alive but uh <laughs> they they do that and then all the actors get arrested and we get all taken out and then that's how the play ends and everyone's like, "Huh?" <laughs> and it's so incredibly believable. And uh, you know, usually the entire audience is like, "What, you know, believing it." Yeah. We got, you know, calls from lawyers the next day. I had people the tell people thought they... I had people I like told what was going to happen. Yeah. Buy into it. Uh-huh. And then asked me like, "What happened?" I'm like, "I told you." <laughs> 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 Um, and, uh, then we went, we went on tour, we couldn't get local law enforcement, so they became federal and then, um, just so they could have the same uniform oh, in okay, whatever yes. state we were in. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went on tour and yeah. it requires traveling with the law enforcement actors, actors yes. playing law enforcement. Yeah. So you need like four or five people just to come in at the end and be like, I'm police officer uh-huh. um and so he put uh an ad out on craigslist you know just for like well does, does anyone want to do her? Cause there's, there's it's so difficult to describe and it's like it's such a commitment for something that is weird and almost nothing
1: right and so
2: um we got some some oddities on tour with sure. us um And there was this one guy who had come from New York, flown to Los Angeles to start this, and then that in itself is like a little interesting. um, Just piques your interest. Yeah. Yeah. And then he didn't he just like seemed to have like a conflicting backstory. And, like, we looked him up on IMDb, and he had a couple, like, really weird things, like like an award ceremony. <laughs> it's like, what is happening? Um, and then um, the play at the end, in New York and L.A., everyone, there's never really much conflict. People are, like, disappointed that we're arrested, <laughs> but, you know, they leave.
1: They, want, they came to see you kill the president, Nick. Yeah.
2: But it's just, like... Things are normal on the coast. Weird is normal, and right. so when you're, when we went on the tour, the end was a lot different. Okay. Um, people got like really um, defensive of us, um, and
1: so straight up, people are just like actually believing. They're not even. Yeah. It's just everyone's just like. Yeah. What the fuck?
2: I mean, even if you have wow. doubts, it's still happening.
1: But okay, so I'm curious of the tone because when you were describing this earlier, it sounded like oh, that's really funny. That's it's a bonkers fun- farce. And okay, because that's what I kind of thought it was, which yeah. would make it more funny when you guys are committing to it, yeah. and you're almost like wow, crazy. But also, haha, I can't believe they're doing this. Yeah. But if everyone's believing it, it almost feels like a drama. Yeah. Right? Is that the tone that was in the room? Uh no. no?
2: It's um <laughs> it's such a silly. It's like Mel Brooks. Okay. Um uh, you know, I played like 20 different characters <laughs> okay. in it. It's um it's like just like a really off the wall comedy. Okay. <laughs> um so this is just like even more but it's earned like before it starts, you know, mm-hmm. because how you got there, how you heard sure. about it, getting it, you know, and, and then there's just like too many things going on. <laughs> And uh, and so you're just like, I bet these aren't real cops, but, you know, yeah. and that, that's that's all you need gotcha. um, to not. You know, it doesn't <laughs> spread even if anyway. Uh, and so on the road, though, people were like, like, hey, you can't do that to them. Uh. You know, like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> But a couple cities, they start. They formed human chains like oh my around God. our van. What? Yeah, so like we, they couldn't leave.
1: Are you guys get in a van and drive off.
2: Yes, we had this like wow. big because no- we were traveling in in it, and so it was like a big non. Like a Scooby you know. Doo van. Yeah, um, like a fifteen pass uh-huh. or And then, uh, in Kalamazoo, shit popped off.
1: Oh my gosh!
2: And there was like kind of a mini riot. Wow. Um, I remember like some guy's glasses getting broken in the crowd. Cause, oh. And then um, w- there was like, con- like the crowd started going after <gasps> who they thought were federal agents. Oh
1: my God. Because we
2: were on tour. Like the FBI. Oh. Whatever. They like, thought
1: they could win. I'm
2: going to fight them. And they did. And they fought them. Oh after God. this play, this like silly
1: comedy. fight. Physically <laughs> fight.
2: Like they are trying to save us. <laughs> um, like they, there was, um, they were, they, they tried to pull us out of the van. You oh
1: know? it's like my oh God. It's like, I don't. <laughs> you're like, no,
2: you're ruining yeah. it. Somebody keyed the van. No. Um, there was a, there were cities where people would jump in the van in solidarity. <laughs> um, but in Kalamazoo, it just, it, it got. It got too crazy, and there should have been a reveal at some point. Um, We had to later. What do you do? Like the people who got got hurt, you had to come in and be like, "Sorry, you just like saw the best play you're ever gonna see in your fucking life." (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, one of our agents, this guy who had this weird backstory Uh from New York, who had different times, like, uh, uh, he, he said, you know, he said he was not. Law enforcement, whatever. That was a requirement of the whole, <laughs> whole crew. And then so um, he choked somebody out. So one of the audience members out, passed out. What? Yeah. And then we got back in the van and he mentioned that he had been like law enforcement or oh something. Oh uh, Or was he Wait. was in the military. I can't, I mean, it was a long time ago and I can't remember exactly what, but it was just like something we had not known and was too just suspicious. choking
1: someone out, that's like.
2: Choked someone out.
1: Insane. That's. In the middle of a like a comedy thing, you're like, yeah no i'm gonna this is real I'm gonna fight back
2: yeah, um <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's crazy, so then that was it. I think we were in Chicago uh-huh. and uh we might we might have like we might have debated for a day or we were like already debating. And uh like we wanted this guy out, I was like, "Now nah, I gotta get him out." So what we did was before we left Chicago, we went and bought a bus ticket, um, and and then we all got ready to go. We got in our two separate vans, and then we got in the small van with him, and it was all the biggest guys in the cast. Oh my god! So obviously, I was there, um, <laughs> and then. uh my buddy got out and took um, took his luggage and put it on the ground. We just like parked in front of the, the bus station, put his luggage down on the ground, said to him his name. What? <laughs> and said, uh, this is it, buddy. This is the end of the line. That I was just muscle. So I wasn't like saying so dramatic. It. Yeah. <laughs> and then gave him the ticket and he was out.
1: Did you Pulled guys think like... Were you afraid that he was gonna not take it well or be violent? Because that seems like such a dramatic way. Yes. Okay. Because it seems like that 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 seems like you guys really just wanted to like kind of make it quickly wasn't and go away.
2: Law enforcement, then it would be also bad. I mean, but worse. You know, yeah. like oh, he's just some weirdo. Um, yeah, but you could, you could just be like, if hey, he is man, law enforcement, cool then he's gonna be like, "You got me." <laughs> you know, he's not gonna say it. We never heard from him again. <laughs> Um, and, uh, we went on and continued on the tour and it was lovely and everyone else was lovely. <laughs> um, and you know, even if it's not like, uh, he was a mole, which I 100% bl- I mean, this project was not a secret. Yeah. This was the third year we'd done this uh-huh. and it's called this. And they, you know, you see in like Michael Moore documentaries that people are like infiltrating like T, like, um you know, like, book, book, uh B- what's a book group? Book club?
1: Book club. A book club. <laughs> they just got, like, federal agents in book clubs just
2: because, like, they're just, they put one everywhere because they're afraid of everything. anytime anyone anyone. got it. So, uh They have so to yeah. learn
1: improv and get an IMDb. That's also a great thing. Isn't that is insane? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's got an IMDb.
2: They gave him this weird IMDb <laughs> where you couldn't really check stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um but i mean yeah everything would he, like
1: try to like get information from you guys everything you tracks yeah i mean
2: we're we're on tour everyone i because we're not hiding anything
1: yeah like, so he would like
2: ask us about it he's like yes like, like oh, whatever so, like so do you yeah. guys
1: write this because you hate the president <laughs> do you hate the president yes like, we, yeah, hate, we the president. hate him <laughs> and you want to
2: kill him no we don't want to kill him
1: <laughs> no we just want to write art <laughs>
2: yeah um yeah, I mean, there's just absolutely nothing to hide.
1: The idea of, because um, just like pulling back a little, like, the, again, going, like, let's entertain the fact that they're they're afraid that this could be real. Like, that would mean that a group of actors who genuinely wanted to kill the president thought the best way to do that was to, like, design an elaborate tour and to just, like, do the play. Yeah. And then one day they would be like, great, now that we've... Done our play and oh, made a name like, for ourselves. <laughs> now let's go to the White House and kill the president. <laughs> like, what in what world would that make any sense at all? Did you get angry, like, um messages from people, or is mostly just all like, you know, pundits?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, this is pre Twitter, yeah. you know. Oh, gosh, so you can only
1: imagine the outrage.
2: No one can talk to you <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Random people. How nice can't was that? <laughs> It's pretty nice.
1: <laughs> I thought I liked Twitter, um, and that was because I got on it when I was a student, and mm-hmm. you know, wasn't trying to like be, you know, in the public eye. So it's nice yeah. every once in a while to get an encouraging message. And then now I'm like, God, this is a nightmare. Like, <laughs> <laughs> anyone can just reach out. Yeah, it's crazy.
2: It's crazy <laughs> that they can't, and they know you saw it because how many yes, are you yeah, getting? Yeah, you see everything. Uh, Twitter was really bad for me uh-huh. because. I'm not good at Twitter. <laughs> and before Twitter, I wasn't a part of a stand-up comedian's career. Uh-huh. And then it was, I'm not good at it. And that was disappointing. And you have to, yeah. Yeah.
1: But the secret is you don't have to do any of it. Like I, I thought we don't like, have oh, to, don't but you need Instagram. to get a following
2: or else you're not going to get but stuff. You have
1: a following from stand-up, but I just, I know what you mean. Cause there's this feeling of like a new thing came along. I got to get good at this. But also you, I think that's an avenue for people who are new, who haven't, built a Mm -hmm. stand-up name and it's a great avenue to maybe like another tool if they're good at it to build a following right but i don't think it's something where you because i think i feel that way about instagram and i'm trying to like actually learn it and do it better now because i used to just use it to share photos with friends, and now i'm like oh people like do this for comedy like post clips and it's a good way to build but also i think i don't know i'm i sound like an old grandma but i'm like (laughs) i don't think you have to learn everything
2: i just um When you see a stand-up that is really funny that you really respect on Twitter and they're not good at Twitter, (laughs) uh, it makes you think, oh, are they not funny?
1: Yeah, but that's why, I mean, they can just not do it.
2: Yeah, but, yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, yes, but if somebody goes to your Twitter mm, and and says you don't have a Twitter or Uh you you don't tweet and you have, you know, 2,500 followers, (laughs) it's it's just not going to get you the starring role on <laughs> the new Tyler Perry wow. sitcom, which I was up for. <laughs>
1: um, uh, wait, something is, uh, um, thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> oh, did your friend get back to you? We can always edit it out. Oh, yeah.
2: Okay, okay. he got back to me and he okay. said, uh, sure. His okay. name is Jonas Oppenheim. Okay. Um, a very talented writer and everyone should look him up. Um, yeah, anyway, that's that
1: um yes so that that to me is something that i feel like speaking of twitter and like all the outrage now i feel like people get really mad about like oh you can't say anything now because that's a big dumb thing that i feel like uh the the right says a lot i guess the left even says it now but just like everything's a pc you can't say anything but then when you like have an example like oh you literally made a play called i'm gonna kill the president it's like you can say anything you just have to deal with how people react but you you can like that's the that's what we're talking about when we talk about free speech like you can say that and you don't have to genuinely be afraid of getting arrested like yes maybe they'll plant a federal agent but like what can he like you couldn't actually arrest you
2: no i mean you're not doing anything wrong yeah um
1: were you ever actually scared
2: and they were like really careful about it too because like we weren't you know we weren't allowed to have like pot you know, on us, just like oh, yeah. a theater a group time. On, a, wow. on, a, on a, on a tour. Like the idea that no one was <laughs> ever have pot on them. was probably crazy, but, but it was important for this because uh, people were sniffing around and very much wanted to,
1: to you bring know, a down. misstep. Yeah. Were, so you, were you guys kind of je- like scared?
2: No, okay. um, n- no. Okay. no, no, no. Of like, you know, of protest like there really wasn't a lot of protesting in any any sense of the word but when you said like you know back it then got picked the up- other side didn't really protest right?
1: oh yeah <laughs> when it got picked up by um like rush limbaugh and all and, mm-hmm. and like pundits were were they like driving people to be like this is outrageous of course so, yeah can but, you believe it was what funny. the left is still, doing <laughs> it was just fun at the time right because it's like there's no avenue for them to come and so you're just like haha they think it, you know
2: right yeah, I mean uh, that's that's what so much of it is. Can you believe the other side's doing this anyway? Yeah. I got an ad for me undies coming up. <laughs> no, nothing matters.
1: Anyways, smash that like button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So the tour ended. Okay. So then that was sort of that, and then that was it. And yeah. So he didn't really. You. you but you said earlier you made it sound, seem like maybe he was the cause of it ending. Was did it end abruptly or?
2: No, no, I mean, no, he didn't, uh, he, his time ended abruptly, his time, okay. but uh, our, our play continued on and we solved <laughs> the problems just started getting letters written in
1: magazine cutouts and you're like,
2: what <laughs> yeah. is this? I wonder, man, I would love to talk to him. This would be one of those great like investigative podcasts <laughs> where we're like, we figure out, we go to talk to him and see what.
1: Like, what is his life? If he really is a federal is agent, what other shows has he been in? What if he was like in, like some hit show, what? and then he was just like, oh no, I'm gonna have to go to the Tonys.
2: <laughs> what if he? What if he's like in? What if he got that Tyler Perry lead role oh, that yeah. I was up for?
1: He's in a Tyler What if he's Perry like a, a, a
2: successful? He's like it was Dule Hill.
1: <laughs> was that movie that like came out the really bad one about the radio host? I don't remember. Oh, uh, Shaniqua or, or, or something La, like that. Yeah, was super racist. Laquisha. Laquisha. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah. Yeah, check <laughs> out Laquisha. Give it five stars <laughs> out of 100.
1: <laughs> That's insane.
2: That's a good movie. Have you seen it?
1: Um, yeah, it's five stars all around. Yeah, totally. I wrote it. Um. <laughs> I
2: totally was going to watch it, and then I f- never did. I just, it was fun for five seconds, and I decided not to.
1: It just seems like someone thought they were very smart to, for doing like, that's the funny, th- like th- that's funny to me when it's something is so obviously one thing, but you know, like the person making it is earnest. Yeah. Like that to me is crazy. Cause it's not like it, it doesn't even, I mean, it's obviously someone it's like a comedy, but it's not someone being like, let me make people mad. I feel like it's someone being like, this is such a funny idea. And mm-hmm. Like genuinely thinks uh yeah
2: well it's um (laughs) entertainment business is a nightmare and to get to make a movie is like such it's the hardest thing and he found a way to do it you know and god bless him
1: there are some crazy i've just like spent a lot of time in youtube because of my job and there are a lot of really crazy movies out there that you're like what who someone there's too many people with money and no talent in la Mm-hmm. There's like a do- like a doctor like oh there's like plastic sur I, there was a movie I can't remember the name but it was like a plastic surgeon who does like falls in love with his patients but the, like I had to watch this trailer for work and <laughs> I'm like what the fuck is this there's just like insane stuff out what did there he, what do they do with them. And it's well it's and then he like makes them into what um he, he wants, wants them to be which some of these ideas are, on paper you might be like that could be it I could see why someone would be like yeah, yeah. but then you if you watch it you clearly know like this is bad and bad acting yeah. and bad production but still probably hundreds of thousands of dollars right that's how much it costs to make a movie at least at the very least a low budget you know like two hundred thousand I mean how sunk into this thing
2: how Ninety-five percent of the things that get made get made. I mean, you know, you did my podcast recently. Added, I have to watch uh, a thousand bad Mm, movies a year. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know why more people aren't in jail. (laughs) (laughs) At at least. Oh yeah! If you
1: had to go to jail if you made something bad. Yeah. That is how we can solve comedy. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they should take out. You get arrested
1: um, at an open mic for bombing more people would quit
2: (laughs) um or if you just like could get arrested for trying too hard
1: (laughs) i would for sure be in prison for life um (laughs) look i try hard and that's my that's my brand and that's okay i'm okay with that is okay being someone who tries hard um well thank you for sharing that story um thank you for listening I, i feel like uh yeah if there's anything you could say to this guy let's Let's see if you, okay, let's, if you could, I'm not going to, obviously we don't know his name, but this federal agent, If you could tell him something now, what would you say to him?
2: Um, I would say to him, Hey bud, <laughs> <laughs> uh, congrats <laughs> on getting an incredible assignment. <laughs> um, I can imagine one of the other uh, things he could have infiltrated. Um, I hope you're doing good. I hope, um, you're acting. <laughs> If you want I hope you got out of the law enforcement business because it's toxic um and
1: acting is notoriously not toxic at all, yeah, please
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh but it's personally toxic, yeah, um, um and come have a drink with uh, me and Jonas out here in l a <laughs> We'd love to ask you some more questions. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we want to know, um, Nick. I have a quick game. Uh oh. We'll end on. It's inspired by your podcast. Incredible. Because um, you know, I know your podcast is all about trying to get rich quick. Yeah, yeah. And people do really crazy things for money. This is called Get Rich or Embarrass Trying. I know, genius name. Please. Beautiful. Thank you. Hold, hold the applause. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, refuse. <laughs> wow, wow. I love it. Um, I mean, most of comedy is just about doing crazy things for no money. Mm-hmm. Like last night, I performed in the parking lot of a hair salon for three people. So I can only imagine the kind of things I would do if money were involved. Um, but these are all confessions from people on the internet that I've pulled. Um, for things that they've done for money. Basically. Okay. So I'm going to just tell you the thing they did um, and you just have to guess how much they did it for. Okay. It's very easy. All and, right. Yeah. Cool. Straightforward. Okay. All right. This first one, um, this person confessed they were paid to study in a classmate's room so that their studying might rub off on the person paying them. How wow. much do you think they got paid for that?
2: Now is, uh, what are we talking about? Uh, this is uh one-time hourly um, How long did it last?
1: So it doesn't go into it, but it says, okay, so I I'd study in his room. I didn't have to tutor him or anything. He just thought my studying would rub off on him.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: I imagine this seems like maybe more than once because it seems like I was paid to study. Not So like, this is per pop. Yeah. Okay. Per pop. Yeah. Okay. And he was furiously masturbating the whole time. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. All right. That changes <laughs> no. things. Um, um, I think it was just studying. I'm going to say... Do we know the the year?
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay,
2: because that's important. Uh, I'm going to go with... Yeah, inflation. uh, Yeah, (laughs) $40.
1: The answer is $100. Wow. This guy paid... It says me. I assumed it's a woman, but it's not. But just because when... I don't know. Guy's paying... I feel like... No, it could have been a guy. Guy paid me $100 studying in his room. Didn't have to shoot him or or anything. He just thought my studying would rip off on him.
2: And, I mean, I really want to follow up.
1: Does that work? I don't know. Yeah.
2: $100 A hundred dollars to SETI.
1: It does seem like there has to be something sexual, right?
2: No, it just it just seems like it has to be like maybe he was pulling an all nighter and the person had to stay up all night just with them. Like when you're driving, you need someone just to like Oh yeah help you not fall asleep.
1: But then at that point wouldn't you want to be t- why not spend money on, on a tutor? But maybe it is kind of just well, like overnight. in the company of smart people. Yeah, you maybe be feel smart. Well, a
2: tutor can be really, exp- you know, a tutor could be like fifty dollars an hour, and you need to be studying. Oh for yeah, like a and hundred dollars and cram session or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, hundred dollars. That quick that's
2: actually kind of if it's all night with the caveat, it's all night. Very reasonable.
1: <laughs> okay, there you have it. Okay, the next one. Um, this person threw up into a beer and then was paid to drink that beer. How much money did they get for that? <sighs>
2: As someone who took a shot of blood from a ground beef package. Um, for how much? For the cost of one movie ticket. Oh my God. <laughs> I will say. What year? No. Um. Uh, this was in the 90s. Um, so $5. I, um. I will say it was about $5. <laughs> <laughs> I threw up so hard. Oh my God. Um, oh. But this isn't about me. This is about some other creep. I will say. Uh ten dollars
1: um, I see where you're going with that I think that's a good guess because it does feel like a thing that you're you drunk. do in the moment yeah, yeah. Um, but this person was paid two hundred dollars oh my god I know threw up in a beer mug and was told if I drank it I'd get two hundred dollars made two hundred dollars that night
2: <laughs> I don't like that <laughs>
1: because now you know how much you could have made yes dr- drinking that blood
2: no i've <laughs> always thought about that nothing has been less worth it because also <laughs> it was an amount of money someone would have given me anyway
1: uh, yeah I, well that's like, i almost feel like it has to go really low and then yeah. it's for the like a, that's funny to be like i did this dumbass thing for five dollars right. because that is literally just like how much would you give if i like right. lick this eyeball it's like mm, i'm how just much a fun, fun guy, guy at that point. yeah, yeah. But what two hundred dollars is like? Did you need the money, bro? Like, yeah. Do you want to ask also, us for like, money?
2: <laughs> does the person who gave him two hundred dollars? Did they feel good? Like they watched that? I would pay two hundred dollars. Do not have that happen.
1: True. Yeah, you're right. Like a rich person, Nothing it's just like is an asshole to pay someone a lot of money to do something shitty. Because then you're like, I got this power. But five dollars is like, hey man, we're both in on this silly thing together.
2: This is one of the worst stories I've ever heard, Teresa.
1: <laughs> okay, you might like this next one. Um, it's a little bit more tame. Um. They licked the floor of a school bus.
2: Okay, I do like this. Okay,
1: how much did they get for that? Licked the floor a long of a drag on bus. that bus floor. Okay, so this is a
2: school bus. We're assuming this is kids. They don't have a big yeah, bankroll. You
1: don't know. It's, someone could be going back to school. Hmm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: It could be a Drew Barrymore, never been kissed situation.
2: I'm going to go with $1. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: it's a good guess. It's $20. All but, right. But yeah, yeah, we're in the right range there. Yeah. Which is a lot for a kid. But yeah, here's the next one. I feel I feel like you you might get this. Um, yeah, well, they're very <laughs> difficult to get. Pepper sprayed myself at a party. How much?
2: Mm-hmm. This game might benefit from uh, like a multiple choice.
1: Oh <laughs> yes, I know. I do a lot of multiple choices, but I thought this one was so. Um, no, I
2: no no this is better. I'm so just s- telling them why. Silly I'm to be it.
1: like, what would you do this for? And then it's like embarrassing.
2: Okay, pepper spray at a party. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's very. Um that's dangerous for everyone involved because pepper spray doesn't stay right on your mind. Um I would say personally, I would I would want five hundred dollars. Okay. But I say this lady probably did it for I don't know. I don't know, a complete guess. Thirty-five (laughs) dollars.
1: Wow, Nick, you got it right. Oh my god. It's thirty-five dollars. Um exactly thirty-five dollars. Um
2: that's that's too little. That's like what you were saying before like it should be less if it's it should, $35. You, it should be free.
1: It's sh- to pepper spray yourself.
2: $35 isn't enough. That's have you ever seen <laughs> a photo or a video of someone getting pepper spray? Oh, oh god,
1: it's bad. It's the, a nightmare. I imagine um I, yeah, this is definitely of that caliber of like someone who needs desperate attention because mm-hmm. at the party uh maybe they were drunk too, but also that's painful that's like a That person is sad
2: <laughs> yeah what what also what are you on that you're like that's got to be cocaine right oh, yeah. but even like you got to know that your party's over yeah <laughs> this is just a complete night ruiner balling yeah. i'm having a good time you know what i want to do start having a bad time
1: <laughs> well put um okay well this there's two more all right, all right. i could do an over under on this is that easier
2: um, no, I, I really I think, think I'm gonna hit. Okay, I'm gonna I, cause hit I think one. you're
1: right. They, these are hard because of the nature of like, the stuff we do is so crazy sometimes that will. But then sometimes we do it for money. We can't say yeah. no because it's a lot for yeah. a dumb thing that is like, all right, okay, this one's pretty bad. Um, ate a live spider. And uh there's more to it, but I'll read it.
2: I yeah, give me give me okay. everything. You want everything? Yeah. Okay.
1: So, for blank. I was poisoned for a week because of it, but survived with a scar on my chest from the hives.
2: Whoa. I'm going to go with... $15. 15 Yeah.
1: Okay. It's $100. Wow. Yeah.
2: Again, this was <laughs> such a bad idea <laughs> that like... God, what a... Just a bad idea. Yeah,
1: Yeah. But I guess if you didn't know it was poisonous... No, I just also, can't. We I wouldn't eat have spiders a year that's anyway. not true. So yeah, it's been right. debunked. No, nope. come
2: on. Definitely I've not got true. eight in there right now <laughs> from last year.
1: Yeah. I just, I eat them <laughs> at the, in January 1st. Just get out of the way. Cause that's how it works. Once they're <laughs> it's, it's, Nope. Doors closed. Sorry. List is full. <laughs> no more spiders allowed.
2: <laughs> um, I, I would, um, I, I think I would like to know what kind of spider Would you ever is?
1: do this? Eat a spider? What if I was like $10,000? I mean, yeah, I would eat a spider for ten thousand dollars. Sure, I don't. I mean, how do you do it? Do you
2: go to chew? I mean, I would chew it.
1: I don't think I could physically eat a live spider. I think I would literally.
2: Can you put like some ranch on it?
1: Oh, like I hate this so much.
2: (laughs) Well, I don't know how big the spider is. Like, give me a daddy long legs. I'll 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 roll it up in my hand, pop it in. Definitely
1: never ever with
2: a nice Lacroix.
1: It's weird because I can eat crab meat, and crabs are just sea spiders
2: yes sure <laughs> <laughs> they've been prepared but
1: they do look tastier yeah yeah but there's these spiders okay here's yeah, your final okay. one i think you're like that you're doing there's no way to like get them exactly right so yeah, I, think I think you're doing difficult. great
2: i think this this is more of like um the price think. is right scoring
1: yeah i guess i should have there's really I actually know. it
2: would be yeah if there was another person if and we can't were go both over guessing.
1: yeah and oh yeah whoever's yeah. closest
2: i should have brought someone
1: yeah, well, Nick. Wow, I can't I'm sorry. believe you're bad. that's. I sure about Jonas. You should, you should, you should <laughs> yeah. brought Jonas. It was his story you anyway. You brought the president. Um, okay, here's final the final one. <laughs> you wanted the
2: president here. That's what wanted. So I you could kill are. him.
1: I want to kill him. <laughs> okay. Um, here's the final one. <laughs> I was drunk at a karaoke bar and said, "Okay, wait. I don't know if I should. I'll read the whole. Um, let me summarize it. So this person was drunk at a karaoke bar, running around, and then two women asked him if he would come in and strip." for this birthday party like impromptu so he came in a karaoke room stripped for a stranger's birthday party um got naked sang stripped and got out of there how much
2: um hmm i wonder if he got tipped (laughs) you know because that's that's the kind of x factor Mm -hmm. um i'm gonna guess 80 (laughs) dollars
1: Okay, uh, you're under, so let's say that's okay. correct because you, you, price is right, rules, right? You can't go over. It. It's actually $200. <laughs> two anything hundred under dollars. is exactly right. $200. $200, yeah. okay. Strangers, um, here's the full story. I was he starting- must have gotten
2: tipped 120.
1: Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. There yeah. you go. Just say what you got to do to make yourself right. I was drunk <laughs> at a karaoke bar in Sydney, running around the hallways. Two 30-something women told me they needed a stripper for their friend's birthday, and they'd give me $200. So I walk into this brightly lit karaoke room with 15 to 20 women sitting around.
2: Oh, got, a private karaoke yeah, room. Yeah.
1: I got naked, sang Radio Gaga to a wall of camera flashes, made a speech, and got the fuck out of there.
2: Like, how naked did he get?
1: He said, got naked.
2: Oh, Yeah.
1: I think you got naked.
2: Yeah, I still would have gone 80.
1: <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it's different. I do feel like the gender swap here does is very key. Like, I do feel like yeah. it's much weirder for a woman. You, to yeah, this.
2: you get a lot less as a man yeah. than as a woman. But
1: all, Yeah, but also even if a woman was offered a lot, I feel like it's just, there's like, hmm, I don't know if I would walk into a stranger, yeah. strange rooms full of strange men and get naked.
2: Oh, no. I mean... It depends. Maybe for ten thousand yeah, dollars, cash upfront. Yeah, it depends. I guess if I I'd know the do security it for ten thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Just any room. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, I would do I it, would sure walk into for the Republican National Convention and strip for them for ten thousand dollars.
2: Wow, who wouldn't I strip for for ten
1: thousand? That would be so wild. Like, A lot of people stripping. <laughs> stripping for. I'm not comfortable with my body. <laughs> stripping for re- Republican senators, I feel like it's actually like the power is in your hands because you're like. I feel like. Well, hopefully like,
2: recording it on your phone.
1: Yeah, because you're kind of like, I don't know. There's something about stripping for people who are hypocrites. I don't know why it feels like.
2: You like that.
1: like, that, like, just you like, like to old, give them what they want. Old white dudes who are trying to police a woman's body. I know they're mm-hmm. not all white, but like that's my image. If I'm going in there and being like, ha ha, you have to watch me dance. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you have to watch me dance. That's how you look at it. Wow. Yeah. Well, I am surprised <laughs> your life did not go differently, because <laughs> um, <laughs> that is not the way I would look at it.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. I
2: still think they might be happy about it. <laughs>
1: For- yes, but in a di- Yeah, okay. You know what? All right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they might also think they got one over on you.
1: That's possible. Um, Nick, where can people find you?
2: Um, only at Get Rich Nick. Okay. And well, no other place.
1: Listen to his podcast yes. with Nick Vader. Yes. Um, and then send him money so it seems like he needs it. Um, also
2: you can uh, I do another podcast with Will miles where we, um, we we watch and review all of the Netflix originals that came out that week in mm-hmm. two days. and uh, Teresa did it and you can you yeah, can check I've out done hers.
1: It. Yeah, it's a both of your podcasts have a lot of homework, so a um,
2: lo- yes, <laughs> yes, I've made a lot of bad choices in my life. <laughs>
1: but both very funny um and you can follow this podcast at tell me anything pod and you can donate to it um for our paypal if you want to get on the newsletter paypal.me slash you can tell me anything thank you thank you